When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 with me, Gav, Kev, Shawnee and Keith. This is the LFC Day Trippers. Quadruple chasing Reds 3, Norwich City 1, uh, Craig Parsons Ultras 2, Tottenham Hotspur 3 and the title race is absolutely fucking on. Um, I don't know where we're going to go with this show. We usually go through the game and the players and this and that and the other, but I just want to get really excited at the fact that Pep's head is currently exploding as we speak. And when we go three points behind on Wednesday night, it's going to get better and better and better. Shawnee, I'm going to come to you first. Um, are you excited, Shawnee? Because I've asked you, are you, off to, are, you, are you drinking Guinness? You said, no, I'm off to drink. I said, that'll change come Wednesday when we go three points behind. How are you? Good. Yeah, it's 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 weird. It feels like we're coming into the, the final chapter of the season. And to be still in pretty much every competition, um, it's, it's a weird feeling because obviously this team has been brilliant over the years. We've won, we've won the two big ones, but I think this is the first time where we find ourselves in a situation where we can literally win everything. And that might be other people from that's part of other clubs watching this thinking going, are they fucking mad or not? But they know in their heart and heart of hearts that this group of players is good enough to go and do it all. And it just, it's weird. It just seems to be falling into place, Gav. Uh, it's mad. It's <laughs> yeah. I'm getting a bit giddy already. I'm gonna yeah. just. I need to laugh there. I don't know where, but it's on. It's definitely on. There's no doubt about it. And it's no longer about keeping honest. Now I think it's a, it's a sprint to the finish now, as far as I'm concerned. Kieran Beast with a super chat says Harry Kane is a wanker, but I fucking love him. Um, so there you go. Um, <laughs> A lot of people impressed with that super chat. Kieran B, thanks a million for the super chat, right? But um, if you're considering a super chat from here on in, um, instead, hit the link in the description. Uh, go to the Fail Account on a page and latch it in there instead. You can put that comment in there when you're doing the donation as well. So your super chat, you can still put a comment in that we can read and we might screenshot and send them out at some stage. Probably wouldn't be calling uh, Harry Kane a wanker on charity tweets, though. Oh. 
20 fucking quid. You can't fucking. You can't. Actually, here that means for 20 quid, you can say whatever you want, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants, wants to call Harry Kane one of those and throw us 20 quid, um, walk away. Um, Keith. You know, yes. You know me. I'm. I was never. I'm never giving up until yeah. it's impossible. But um, we play before City at the weekend, and I'm thinking to myself, if they were playing Sunday, I thought they'd beat Sports, but I thought if they were playing Sunday and they had a, a, a day to stew on it, it might affect them a bit more. But what do I know? Um, come seven o'clock, or it was about half eight by the time they finished that game because the ref just kept playing, hoping City would score. But yeah. I, I genuinely felt. You know who slips up first, or who 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 hesitates first, and City have hesitated. And I'm going to say it now: Liverpool are winning this title, and I don't give a fuck what anyone says. And I'm and I'll be I'll be shot down if it goes badly wrong. But right now, I can't see anybody else winning this title. But I mean that. Yeah, I'd be shocked. <clears throat> um, if anyone else can do it, other than us, it's a momentum thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you, you do at the right time. And look, it's not all of a sudden that Liverpool are guaranteed to win the league. We know that. We're not saying that. We're just saying that at this stage of the season now, Liverpool and Man City, we've said it for a long time, they're the two big guns in this league. And when one blinks forced, Liverpool had a few wobbles earlier on. But now we're getting to the business end and we're looking at teams that have to now go and they can't afford you know, a draw. Can't afford a defeat. You can't afford anything. Now, I'm not saying Liverpool will definitely go, definitely go the rest of the season without dropping points. But I think it's it's um, it's interesting that City have have blown that. Now, I agree. I think we're going to win the league because I'm a big fan of momentum. I'm a big fan of being the chaser when the when it's a close chase rather than being the rather than being the prey. I'd rather be the predator and. I like where Liverpool are positioned and I like how not things are falling into place for us, but I like how everything is a bit positioned now. You know, we've got a full squad more. I know we'll have injuries here and there. We know Jota is injured, Bobby is injured, but you can't go without injuries. Do you know what I mean? There'll always be knocks here there for, for players. But the way the squad is looking now, you've got players coming back hungry looking. You've got new player coming in. Looks like he's ready to, he's hit the ground running. He's ready to keep going. It's just positive for us at the moment where the city, it's creaking. Do you know what I mean? And it's creaking at the wrong time. And I just, I like the way it's it's panning out. Look, did you mention a quadruple yet, Gav? Yeah, I think so. I call us the quadruple chasers three, Norwich City one. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's where I'm at now, to be honest. I think there's a, I think Liverpool can smell blood. I think they're like sharks and I think they can smell blood in the water now and they've got a cup final coming up. They've got a Champions League where they're a nice advantage in the last 16. They've got an FA Cup where, you know, a, a, I won't say a favourable draw, but, you know, favourable draw. Uh, and you don't know what happens after that. And then you've got a league run where nothing can happen. So it's looking really good now. And, you know, Poor old Everton's not looking too hot for them. It could be a great season. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely swamping the Carlsbergs back as well. And uh, of course, of Carlsberg. Carlsberg, yeah. Yeah, could do weekends. Veranda Cheese, um, friend of ours, says, put a hundred euro on it live now if you're that confident. Where would you like me to put it on? Do you want it with you? Do you want to bet with you? Or um, does anybody want to take the bet? Because I'll put a hundred up now, no problem. And I'll tell you what, 
if someone wants to take the bear off me, I'll give you a hundred if we don't. And if we do, you give a hundred to Failicon. How does that sound? Um, so if anyone wants that bet, absolutely. Uh, Veranda G's, uh, the ball is back in your court. Kev, um, 288 watching 75 likes hit that like button share subscribe and most of all try our comments in there we read out as many as we can as we go along but kev we we've said it for a while you know city were about 12 points clear at one stage we had games in hand i think maybe one in hand or two in hand maybe um but how big is that yesterday you know do, 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 will not, we only see how big it is come wednesday if we go and beat leeds how big is it because it's the, like i said it's it's a force on the way we've got to play before them and we put it, we put a result in. We are one 0 down. We we get it back. We win three one, and then they go at home to Spurs, who've been poor of late, very poor of late. And Spurs managed to do them three two, and probably could have done the by more. Well, here's the thing: it was out of our hands for a long time, and there was nothing we could do about it. Um, we could have gone to the end of the season unbeaten and lost, but that result yesterday brings it all back into our hands. It's in our control, and. No matter what happens from here on out, as long as we do what we have to do, win our games, go there and win. We have to go there and win. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, is we're all confident that, or hopeful, but or confident, whichever way you want to put it, that we can go into every competition and be in every competition that we're in this season and go deep and win. But we still have to go there and win. We still have to improve our goal difference because that's what it could come down to in the end. And that's all that we could have hoped for coming into this part of the season that we can somehow get it back into our hands. And that's what yesterday gave us, you know, and Spurs to their credit were brave off the ball. And that's how you beat City. Southampton were the same when they got their point. You have to be brave off the ball and play through their break and counter a pace and you can get at them. They keep a lot of clean sheets, but they do it through fear. Sides are terrified to open up against them. And Tottenham proved yesterday you don't have to open up against that Man City side to be able to get at them. The, the back four is a reputation of being better than what they really are. Laporte is their best defender by an absolute country mile. Cancelo is an excellent fullback. He is top drawer, top tier. Walker's got a mistake in him and so does Diaz. And the keeper doesn't get tested often enough, but he's nowhere near on Allison's level. So Spurs showed yesterday, that, and it's not a new, a new thing. Sides that have got points off City and beaten them have all done it the same way. No one's gone out and played them straight up and beat them. You have to take your pressure and you have to hit them on the break. You have to be good when when you do it, and you have to be lucky at times. And Spurs were lucky at times yesterday. You know, but at the same time, they deserve their points. And you're right, they could have won by more. But this, and the way Leeds played today with Man United, that pitch was so heavy. They're not going to fancy coming to Anfield. They can't make that many changes. They're going to be huffing and puffing after an hour. So it is in our hands. Keith was right about the league and the Champions League, about having not cushy numbers, but we've earned our lead in the Champions League to be able to look at getting into the next round and be fairly confident in doing so. The FA Cup is a favourable draw. But we're coming into a right run of fixtures now that there's a bit of fear there in it, which is good a good fear. I'd, I'd, hit, I'd rather be playing a Leeds, a Man United, 
and Everton and Villa, those type of sides, then have a string of games against uh, Burnley and Norwich, sides that you're expecting to steamroll, because that's when your head can wander off to look at different competitions. The fixtures that we've got coming up are tough fixtures, and they focus the mind. And this season, and last season, and the season before, Klopp and the side have always been very good at next fixture, next fixture. Chalk that one off, go again. Chalk that one off, go again. And they're going to have to do that again this season. That's the only way they're going to be able to do it. I think it, it's very telling with some of the reaction of the City players in the last, and even Guardiola last week when he was asked after the, the Lisbon game. And he, he was chalking it down to it being six points. You know what I mean? As if we were yeah. all, had already won that game in hand. And little does he know, it could be three points. And then you have Walker reacting to Trent. Trent. And then it's just, it's one of them things where I, I'd imagine City would much rather it was Chelsea three points behind them than us. Because I think yeah. they know exactly what they're going to get from us now. Until until the end of May, and although he played for them, and he's a bit of a he's a bit of a soundbite merchant. Real Ferdinand had a point on BT the other night when he was talking about Liverpool and how impressive we were defensively, and they asked him about the situation with the title and City, and Ferdinand said he's seen something from City that he doesn't quite like, and. It's that they look comfortable in games when he doesn't reckon that they have the lead to be comfortable. And he said that could bite them. And I think that may be that may be an element of that. Now we're gonna test City's gut now. Like this this is this is what it's all about. This is a boxing match where he, he they're leading on points and they get caught and they're wobbled. And you're gonna see if they have the heart to stay in it. That's exactly what this is now. We, we've dragged them into a shootout when it looked like they were going to walk away with it. So I think our squad looks fresher. I think we look fresher. I think there's only so much of them being able to do what they do, Gav. And that's that's the gun on the shoot. The, 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 I don't care what anyone says. They're absolutely shy to watch. I can't bring myself to watch them. Even when they got one nil up, I turn her off. And it's not because I know they're not going to drop points. It's just because they don't do anything for me on the eye. I think that football is shy. I think that brand of football is shy. I think the club is soulless. You see yesterday, they have an extra fucking band of uh, an extra row. Where they're just shy. They're just they're, they're pricks. That's the way I... Man City, I have no respect for them and the way they go about things. They blatantly cheat. They blatantly break rules. They get off on technicalities. And they all act like it's okay. Especially Pep Guardiola, and they're fucking in this now. It's it's, it's telling you said something there though. Oh, this is a ding dong now, and yeah. everybody is putting it down to this game and the Etihad. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Because if they wobble, that game could could be nothing. That's the gun on the shoot. Because going on form in the last with the last 15 Premier League what you, points. What you're, what you're thinking is you're going to get hard and if you win, you could go four, seven, five, six, seven points clear. That's what you're thinking. Exactly. Exactly, because when they they have, they have wilt, Gav. They wilt under pressure. They walked away with it last, last year. They done the 98-point season, which was a fucking brilliant title race, and that could have went either way. The season after, they had nothing for us. They, they, they shit the bed. Last year in the Champions League, they shit the bed. They shit the bed. That, and this is they're a robot 
that are, that are their robot in terms of oh yeah we'll just can't I thought it was done to be honest with you because it looked like they were going to do the, the typical 15, 16, 17, 18 games in a row win but everybody in this league is. I looked at the table there Gav, before they came on and Bar Southampton Leicester and Palace maybe to an extent everybody is playing for something everybody yeah and there's going to be zero gimmies in this league zero and we're right fucking in it. And I just, I think next Sunday is the town set. If we win that cup, that's a rocket. That's a yield rocket. Because there's some players who haven't won out at this club yet. There's Diaz has only had to come in the door. There's Jota. They have the taste for it. And as Keith said, there's fucking blood in the water now. And this team has been written off pillar to post. I, I wrote it off. I put my hands up. I didn't think we'd do it because it just... It's changed. The dynamic has changed so quickly. But they're looking over their fucking shoulders now. It's a bit, like I said, it's no longer about keeping City honest. We did our job and they haven't. And we go out now and win on Wednesday. That's it. That was the first chance we had to apply pressure on them, Gav. The first chance. Because it's the first game week in a long time where we've played ahead of them. And the first chance, they wilted. They've dropped points. They've blinked force. They were shy away to Southampton. They were, they were the first half an hour. Norwich had a go with them, and they're getting the six-yard tap-ins. I'm telling you now, oh, they do not fancy it. And I think the best thing that can happen between now and that game is for them to get us in the quarter-final of the Champions League as well, because they will fucking wobble. I want them in the semis. I want them to be go to the semis, and I mean they'll have to concentrate on that a bit longer, and we can uh, get them in the league. But it's telling what you said there. He's talking after the Sporting Lisbon game, and he's literally talking that it's six points. He's not giving he's not giving Leeds a chance. He's basically saying we've been on a brilliant run of form, and they have been a brilliant run of form. I'm only six points clear. Why didn't he say nine? It's because it's mental gymnastics. Yeah, but but you see, that's that's the thing. He should have turned around and went, and we're nine points clear, but it could be six. He in his own head, he on he's already preparing himself for Liverpool coming over that hill. There's no doubt in my mind, he's already mentally trying to prepare himself. And the problem I think with Pep Guardiola when he tries to mentally prepare himself is he tries to get too clever. And yeah. he tries to do mad things and they don't work out well. Like, if you watch that game against Spurs yesterday, they should have come out and controlled that game. They should have come out and he said, listen, we can we can beat these by leaving two centre-backs, a full-back, a defensive midfielder at the back at all times and put six of our men up the pitch and we'll beat them. Right? But that could. But they didn't. They pushed on and they pushed on. And what happened? Ball into Kane, takes a touch, turns around the corner, bang, they're in behind you. And... It was them trying to overemphasize or, or show a, a show of strength when they should have been a lot cuter. But I want to get on to us, right? Because we will come back to the whole psychology of both managers, both teams, the fixtures we have, where we are in different competitions and stuff. But Keith, I come to you. Yesterday, we go with a lineup, um, which was when I say a bit of a mad one. I thought it was a bit of a mad one. Um, but we have loads of options and you have to use them. And Klopp is obviously looking at going strong against Leeds and strong against Chelsea because they're two massive, massive games. And he felt he could afford to do this against Norwich. But without going into the whole game, we'll touch on a couple of players, but without going into the whole game, Keith, our mentality yesterday was go out and play the game, do what we do. Okay, we go 1-0 down. It's a bit unlucky. Fine. But we react 
and Klopp reacting. He went, right, that's enough of that. 59 minutes, bang, bang, bang. All these players on the pitch. We're changing the 4 2 4. We're putting Thiago and Henderson in the midfield. We're going to put Mane outside. We're going to bring Diaz a little bit inside, a Rigi, and we're going to mix it up. And eventually went out 3 1 winners. And I think that if we'd have won that game yesterday, key 3 0, standard 1 0 at half time, 2 0 on 60, 3 0 on 80, people wouldn't have batted an eyelid. But I'm, I think, in my opinion, and this isn't going too far, I don't think, but I think others are looking at us going, they just made changes and brought on so much quality and changed our system completely. Like they went, we went from four two three one to four two four, or four three three to four two four. We didn't give a fuck, and we went out and Klopp made decisive moves. And I think that strikes at the heart of other teams way more than a standard win. And coupled with the City one yesterday, Keith, I just think it's you know it's. It's the perfect storm what happened yesterday. The manner of their win and the manner of their defeat. And what a show from both sides. It couldn't have went any better from their point of view. It really couldn't, Keith. Yeah, no, I agree, Gav. I agree because you're right. 3-1 win against Norwich. If it had been 3-0, it's routine. But it's another game. It's, in fact, the second game in a row where Klopp has impacted from the bench. And we've said it before. Early as well, Keith. Hasn't always done it. Do you know what I mean? He hasn't always used his bench to, to to great effect. But yesterday was another example. You know, it's and it looks it obviously. You look at the team selection yesterday, and and it stinks of just you know giving players rests. Where can we give lads rests? Joe Gomez plays at right back. We know Joe Gomez isn't Trent Alexander Arnold. We know Joe Gomez naturally is a centre back. But you look, where can you give Gomez a game to rest Trent? Well, there's one. Probably look at the, the maybe not the cup game. He could go the cup game again, maybe in that right back against Norwich, you know. But it's where you can, we're in a situation now where we can pick the squad. You look at the starting 11, a lot of changes there. A bit of a mad lineup, I agree. But you're confident <laughs> that they'll do the business. You're confident they'll get over the line. You're confident when we go a goal behind that, you know, we're going to get back into this. You look at the players who were on the pitch, you look at the first half, right? And, uh, well, it wasn't great, but what heard them apart were, you know what I mean? Salas looks like he's on one from early and, and we're getting stuck in. So you're never really worried. And that that's the place we're in at the moment. You look at the team now and you look at the bench in these games and you have options. And it's something that we haven't always had. And to have a squad, I said it earlier, you know, we're, we're not peaking at the right time, but we're hitting the sweet spot now at the right time in that we have got a squad to choose from. We have got the ability to rest players. I mean, if you look at it, the amount of players that that maybe sat out, you know, you, you look at Thiago comes in yesterday and changes the game again when he comes in from the so, from the bench. You know, not not every player can impact straight from the bench. You look at Bobby, maybe isn't the best sub when he comes on. But Thiago looks like he's able to do it. So you, you can hold him back in games knowing that, well, we can put him on and we know once he gets on the ball, he's going to make things happen. And we have that ability now to to do that. The options that that we have are, are frightening. Do you know what I mean? If we can keep the, the, the core and bulk of this squad fit, Shawnee was touching on City Wilton at the fourth sign of pressure. You know, we've got a situation now where air defence, it gets a lot of grief for the high line. Man City's fucking dirt. Do you know what I mean? Their high line is absolute pony. And nobody mentions it. Do you know what I mean? Like they play at this mad high line where they rely so much on Kyle Walker's pace. And when Kyle Walker's not at it, 
and I want to go on to him later as well. When Kyle Walker's not at it, I think they're easy to get in. Did you see in the yesterday with Spurs, you know, the, the teams just don't look... It's too early to say we're in a run-in, right? Because there's too many games. No, no, no. I just 100% disagree. No, but you know, well, 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 maybe that's out. the wrong... Maybe that's the wrong, the wrong phrase, <clears throat> but... The whole the reason, the reason it's the reason it's a running Keith is because there was there's a change yesterday. If that had went on for another four or five games and then something happened, right? Where it clicked and Liverpool went winning a chance of going level with them or whatever it might be, then you still you declare a run in. The run in starts now, Keith. Yeah, no, I meant, but that's fair enough. I meant the home straight. I was more thinking the home straight, you know, the last maybe eight or nine games. Yeah. But, and we yeah, played them the seventh last game of the season. Yeah. But we're, we're in a good position, Gav. Our, our squad is looking good, you know. We, we're playing against a team, and we know Norwich are in a great team. We know we're, they're probably the worst team, one of the worst teams in the league. They got a goal against the run of play, but we don't panic. And in times gone by, we've seen, look at the Gerrard slip game to Chelsea, and as soon as it happens, there's a desperation. There's been other games since then, but there's this desperation to just hitting balls from everywhere. Coutinho used to do it as well, you know, shoo, 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 and it was all rushed. Does a uh what what's the word? A precision with this team now that they just still want to play and want to try and cut the teams open as much as they can. And that's what separates this team from other teams in the past. It's what separates Man City as well. You know what I mean? They don't panic. They look to try and get in. Klopp puts on four forwards yesterday, right? We know that, but it's not a panic move. It's a right, well, we're gonna get these chances, we're gonna take them. And he, you knew what was coming. He knew what was coming. I think everyone knew what was coming. And it was just a matter of time. Yeah, like, he makes them for a change. But I think, like, people could have looked at it as an act of desperation. What I looked at it was, it was an extra body up front to stop them from getting out. Because in the first half, we had three in midfield. But I felt Henderson was in there on his own for a lot of it. I thought Oxlade-Chamberlain was lost. And I thought Keita just like. didn't look like he wanted to play in that too with Henderson. So Henderson was a bit, a bit marooned at times. Now, I criticised Henderson yesterday for the way he played on the ball, right? And I stand by it for the first half. I thought he was too safe. I didn't think he turned out enough. And it slowed it down a little bit and it kept us in possession, but that's not what we needed. We needed to commit one or two Norris players in the middle of the park, especially when they played five across the middle, right? But off the, but off the ball, I thought he was... <clears throat> he had a, <clears throat> a selfless task, I suppose where he was just getting exposed and, and anyone in that position would have got exposed. It doesn't matter if you're Fabinho or Kante uh, in there. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah. But what we done, what we decided was, right, let's put another man up front and we'll stop them from getting out. We'll actually stop, we'll just make, we'll push our line up onto the edge of their box and we'll trust Henderson and, and Thiago to take control of it. And that's exactly what they did. Kev, <clears throat> you know, it's a big win for us. You see Klopp make the changes. You see what we get. But key touches on something. There's no desperation. Right? We got a goal from Mane. What does he do? Doesn't celebrate. Come on, back up the pitch. We want to score. Yeah. Salah, three minutes later. He could he could have taken that out of the air and smashed at it. Right? Fuck, there's a chance to go in front. He doesn't. He starts doing pirouettes on the edge of the box, not acting the bollocks, right? That passes in the net, right? We still don't panic at 2-1. We keep the ball. We play, play, play until the open. And we get it. And you look at the players involved, Kev. You know, Mane back from an Afcon. Scores. Salah. You know, still haunted by the Afcon, I would say. Scores. Luis Diaz, only getting in, makes a brilliant run. Scores. Thiago comes back, controls it when he comes on. Henderson grows into the game. Simicast's cover, fine. Gomez's cover, fine. 
it just looks, I feel it just looks like we look like we're just getting to the point where we're hitting a level of strength that, and I said it last week, no matter who we put on that pitch, they'll want to break that bollocks for this team, Kev, because if they know if they don't, they're not playing the following week. It's as simple as that. Well, the thing is with the changes, and we said it in the post-match after, Klopp knows that at 1-0 down, one goal back isn't enough. Draws are no good. You have to win. And he gave them enough time to effect change. You know, where Keith was saying earlier that Klopp, like you last season would maybe make changes later, but that was because of the options that were were available to him. He gave them enough time, and Mane, yeah, got the goal back. Go again. There's composure and confidence. It's not arrogance, but there's a there's a confidence that they've built up over the years that they've been together. They know how to win games, and they know how to manage games when they get ahead. That goal that was that they got yesterday, yeah, it could have been defended better. Matip couldn't do fuck all about it, and Allison had no chance. But even when the ball went in, it was like, okay, let's just get back into this now. It wasn't a panic. There was no nobody shit the bed. It was they knew the job, and when he brought on to change it to four two four, they knew that they knew their jobs and how to play in that system too. It's not something that you'd, you'd see us use that often, but it's nice to know that it's in the locker if we needed it. That's it. That starting 11 yesterday could easily have played in a, a back three. When you looked at it on paper, That's we could have played a three, Yeah, we could have played a 3-4-3. Three, three from, from it start. did look a bit like that because Van Dijk kept going over to the right-hand side. So he actually looked like he was a center, central yeah. part of a three-man yeah. centre-back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it wasn't until like like about a minute had gone and they'd had their corner that from the first minute mm. and when we went up the pitch and you saw you saw the two sitting midfielders and you thought he's got 4-2-3-1 here this is different this is and it was it was different and I felt sorry for Ox in a way that he was neither here nor there he, he didn't know which, he was the one that looked like he stuck out like a sore thumb he didn't know where to be and how to get involved in the game going forward but at the same time when we changed when the subs came on and we changed it, it was night and day into how we attacked the game, and the way we attacked from both sides, equally as quick. It could have we could have ran out five or six in the end, you know. It it was just a brilliant, brilliant performance, a brilliant win, an emotionally needed win. Especially, it's nice to get one as well when you come from behind and you have to work for it, you know, because this run in is not going to be easy. You know, as Shawnee said, there you're not going to get anyone going to hand it to you. You know, everyone bar a couple of sides is playing for something. You know, I, I'd hate to have to go away to Wolves and need and need to get a win. You know, and I think City have to go there. Uh, Shawnee, you know, so yeah, it's so, going to be one of those. Yeah, Shawnee, I want to ask you something because Liverpool players and management, um, Jurgen Klopp, Pep Linders, players, whatever it is, they always speak about we only look at the next game. We this game's over, we look at the next one. But I have a little feeling, Shawnee, that, listen, we know Liverpool's squad over the last three or four years are primed to play twice a week from fucking the middle of February to the end of May, or whatever it is, middle of, middle end of May, right? We know they can do it, right? We've seen it. We've seen it in 17, 18. We've seen it in 18, 19. Um, we've seen it in 19, 20, um, where they've had three seasons where they're 
uh, they go very kind of deep in a lot of competitions, right? But they're, they're primed where they can literally go, listen, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, doesn't fucking bother us, no problem. But, Shawnee, how much of that team yesterday and the the selection for you is something where he looks and goes, rest a few here because I think he's going to go bang, bang, Leeds and Chelsea, right? And he's going to go heavy. And then he's going to look at Norwich again in the cup on the following Wednesday or Thursday. And he's going to go rest again. And that's our last rest. That's our fucking last rest, right? Because then we're following up with Inter and we're following up with United comes up and Arsenal comes up. And he's definitely, I feel, Shawnee, he's priming them to put them in a position where he says to themselves, win against Leeds, try win the League Cup, hopefully you do. You get a little rest against Norwich and then every single spot is up for up for grabs now. And we're going. We're going now till whenever the last game of the season is and we are going at it every fucking three days. Because Dean, Dean um, Smith, it is Dean Smith that manages Norwich, yeah. isn't it? He yeah. said yesterday, like, they're, they're an awesome side, playing in an awesome stadium with an awesome set of fans. And when we went 1-0 up, we deserved nothing from the game. He was very fucking, you know, um, honest. But he said... We went one nil up. It was a bit fortunate, but then you see the decibels go up. Then you see the intensity go up. Then you see the players come on. Then you see the the bravery go up with what they do, and then you see the quality come out in them. Out of all that, Shani, he's the, I think he's priming. I think he's priming them for literally saying right two games rest, and then from there on in, we are at it, and there's no stopping Shani. And or, or am I just making this up in my own fucking head? No, well, like someone's phone is very close to that mic. There, everyone, move it. Football is people going on about what's our best eleven and this and that. I don't believe in that joy anymore. If I see something, someone saying, "Are they in here best eleven? Well, it depends who are playing. Like it's a it's a squad game. There's horses for courses, and I thought Sunday was or yesterday was the perfect opportunity for us to rest players because you're, you're playing Norwich, who have been largely fodder for for most guys at home. And look, they came and they gave a go, but it was all out. It was only ever about us getting the oh God, that bleeding interference is doing my tits in. Yeah, no, I've on my phones away. Everything's uh, being moved. Playing, playing, Nor- like playing Norwich at home, you have to you have to show these lads that there's a way in, especially Gomez, because he has he he's been unlucky in games where he might have getting thrown in and he's he's been injured, but yeah. he goes in there. And I think Gomez suffers because he's not Trent. Like Gomez is, would be a would be a more old fashioned right back. And I thought he was good. And I actually thought his distribution in the ball was very good. I thought fizzing yeah. his passes really well. And even in an, in the attacking bits of play, he was all right. He was beating the man and getting the ball off. So I had no issue with the eleven. I look at the team now and I kind of go, "That's brilliant." I look at the bench now and you go, "That's great." Obviously, Jota and Firmino not there. They will come around, but. It's about it's it's always about dangling the carrot now, Gav. It's always making sure players know that at any opportunity they could be used and they will be called upon. And when they are, they'll need to be on it. Because the end of the pitch yesterday with Minamino and Rigi on there, yeah, who who haven't really been there. This is more or less with a, a full full strength team. So look, I I'm gone past the point of Downton starting 11s this that and the other the way I saw it was and I don't mean to sound like like arrogant it was fucking Norwich at home there was enough there to get it done and we should be able to chop and change on Wednesday against Leeds with enough there to get it done again because this is the this is the 
this is the idea of having a, a strong squad, having a, a strong 15, 16, 17, where you control any combination of those 11 once you have your, your spine there. For example, you play Virgil and Allison in most games, we're going to win most games. Especially with the way Van Dijk's playing at the moment. We yeah. can't slightly um, when we miss Fabinho. We do seem to get overrun a little bit in midfield when, when Fabinho's not there. But look, that was an apt opportunity yesterday for him to sit out. And he did. And there were no problems. Like you said, he can go bang, bang, the same two team twice now. Leeds, Chelsea. Because Klopp's all about rhythm. He's huge on rhythm. And they're all chomping at the bit. It, it it's like we're going into the into the green zone, into the Royal Gears at a very, very specific time where it's winning time now. Bill Belichick had a saying there's there's game time and there's winning time. Um winning time is where you have to be fucking on it. And if you're not, there's gonna be somebody to come in behind you and that's it, you're out the gap. Simple as that. And I thought Mane was brilliant yesterday. I thought yeah. he looked in the middle. I thought he was. He looks hungry again. A lovely, he, a lovely story to come from Shawnee where um, he told Liverpool not make, to make any official reference to the winning of the Afcon because he didn't look, want these um, are all, Salah to be upset. These are all in this together. They're brothers in arms. At the end of the day, there was this fucking divide that was, I think, drawn up by people last year between Mane and Salah. They're all in. They're all pulling in the right direct, in the same direction. This squad, every single one of them. And you can see there's a like look at Matip, the the memes coming out of Matip when he doesn't start it's every week, Johnny. It's every week, <laughs> you know, like that, that, that's harmony. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, he that's, fucking loved that when he slapped Henderson on the head, and Henderson looked at him and go, "What the fuck are you?" At? I just yeah, this look, big smile back at him. He's so funny. Matip would consider himself better than most centre halves in the league, I'd imagine, and it probably would have been difficult for him to be left out of that game because it's the first knockout game in the season. But he understood. He knows the script. He knows that every single player in that squad knows they have a place. People are getting on about Ox and all. Yeah, I thought he was terrible yesterday, but he might have a moment. He might come yeah. up with something, and that's what he done. Like Burnley away last year when we needed to get in top four, he gets a goal. So. It, it, this is the the beauty of it now, and one thing that on Deloitte, and if you could, some one thing about Klopp that I'd say probably hasn't been the best since he's come in is I always felt that his ability to change game with substitutions. I know fucking the Barca game, but that that's playing storming the playing teacups or lightning in a bottle. But the last two great signs there, Shani. The last two, the last two games, he's really affected the game. Boy, changing tactically, personnel set up to do what needs to be done to go and get results when they weren't going our way. And that's huge, Gav. That's huge because we were struggling in Milan and he, he, he makes a little adjustment, adjustment bang 2 0 out there. And we were struggling yesterday. Let's make no bounds about it. We are 1 0 down, but it didn't look like it was going to exactly go away. But there was no panic. And he had players coming in there now. I'm gonna fucking do a job, and we came out trumps. So it's it's all it's everything is is good at the moment, and we just need to hope that we can just keep the core players fit for as long as we can. And the biggest thing about all for me is none of us embarked on it. Virgil Van Dijk is back to his. Oh, he's a fucking joke. He is best. Yes, yeah. best. Where the games are now looking easy for him again. He's playing in slippers. 
and then he's going into sixth when he has the. That's so fucking big for us. Do you know what that, it is? You, you see, you so see teams because that that not only helps us, but that that kills opposition as well. Look at Inter the other night, terrified. This we thought this fellow. But was that's gone. what's happening with teams. They're they're having a little go, and then they realise. And his fans fucking the biz over again, and then he just got fucked. The Taro Martinez, the Taro tried to run out of the ground, away yeah. from with the ball. It was ridiculous, and, and Zeko just gave. And up. he's no joker, you know what I mean? He's a top, top, top forward. He he's making over. loads he of noise here. As so much as he Virgil can. and thought, nah, not tonight. You know, Jekyll yeah. was playing well the other night. Virgil was like, nah, yeah. not coming in tonight, son. Well, look, I'm going to go and grab two more cans because I've absolutely swamped them too, right? But <laughs> I'll ask you, Keith, and the boys can jump in as well. What way do you see us going? I'm, I want to get on to the whole um, psychology of us and City. I'm definitely going to talk about that before we finish because I think it's huge. And we've touched on it already. But I want to just see where, where we sta- we all stand on it and we're going to read out some stuff in the group on the stuff as well. Um, what way do we go with this, Keith? Because I, I'm, I don't know if you agree. I'm of the belief that he's going to go strong Leeds, strong Chelsea, rest Norwich, and then he's going to gather them all and go right. If you're in, you're in. If you're not, fuck off. Because we've a, we've a shitload of games now between now and the end of the season, and we plan on playing every game that's possible between now and the end of the season. Which means we're going the whole way in all these tournaments or competitions. What way do you think to go in the next two? And coming off the back of the Norwich game. In the cup, where do you think we'll stand? Keith, I'll start with you. Let Kev jump in, let Shawnee jump in. I'm just going to grab two counts. Yeah, walk away, walk away. Um, Leeds, I'm of the opinion that there's a couple of changes again against Leeds, but maybe not as full pelt, but not as much as we've seen there. But I think the way Leeds are playing, the fact we have a home game, I think it won't be the same team as we saw against Norwich, but I think that will be... Um, a couple of changes. I think Thiago might come back in just to, to get the 90 before the cup final. But um, I think, yeah, there'll be one or two changes into the team. Sean, what are you thinking there? Or is there I think Fabinho, I think Fabinho is going to be huge in this game on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, oh, and I think Trent will come back in as well. Look, Le- Leeds got battered today. And I did call it. I did say to Gav last night that they will be battered and their legs will be heavy. But are always willing runners and let's be honest those type of midfielders have given us trouble this this season where we probably haven't been the best at tracking runners and I think that's where Fabinho will be will be huge on Wednesday I just feel we will create a boatload of chances on, yeah. on Wednesday because they will give them to us and we won't give up much to them once again Alisson Van Dijk Fabinho we win that game on Wednesday and I think we should be looking at it that way. I don't care who plays. I think Trent will go in there because the outlet against Trent is going to be huge because Leeds leave so much space because it's always it's all man to man with them. And once you beat one of one player, they're all they're all pulled out of whack. So I, I'd imagine Thiago will play, Fabinho will play. I reckon we'd be very close to full strength on. Wednesday, to be honest with you, because again, Klopp is about rhythm. Klopp is about rhythm, and he'll know. I can just get, I can rev these lads up to go again then on Sunday for the cup final, and then we play Norwich in the cup, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So 
that's that's another no disrespect to Norwich, but that's another opportunity to chop and change again. Yeah, well, um, I I don't know how much Norwich will chop and change because they they, they they look and go, listen, fuck the FA Cup. We're in an absolute yeah. dogfight here. They don't want to send any of their great, but not, not their great players, their best players out to at the chance of being injured or get a red card and be suspended or, or whatever it might be. We have quarter challenges, not even able to make a match day squad yeah. at the moment. So and th- these are all players who could be. If Jones started on Wednesday, I'd have no. I'd have no quarrel. Honestly, if Elliot start, we have so many options now. We have so many options now. I think the only change we know is going to 100% make for the final is we know Keller has going to start. He yeah, said that's that what I was wondering. Will yeah. there be a start for Kelleher on against Leeds? Will he no. give him a game to, no, no. to get him into or no. does he just throw him in cold? No, put him no, in against he, Chelsea. He just goes into the cup <laughs> final. I think, the, I think you'll have Trent, Canate, Van Dijk, Roberts. Yeah, Trent Canate, Van Dijk, Robbo, Fabinho, Thiago, Hendo. The front three is where we don't have many options. It's a case of whether you play Divock and maybe take Diaz out of it and bring him on, depending on what his recovery has been like. Because, look, the lads have, who are at the squad, we know what their fitness levels are like. We don't know what Diaz is like. He's looked good when he's played, but... You know, we don't know what the recovery is like for him. And he, he's not been playing in a league that's exactly as physically demanding as the Premier League is. But if he's good, then the front three will probably say the same. And then you, depending on how that game goes, Cup Final 11 probably <laughs> wouldn't change much either. Red Steve says, play Callow front, it's only Leeds. <laughs> I, I watched that today and I couldn't believe how how easily Man United cut him apart. The second goal for Manchester United today was appalling. Like Lindelof takes out of defence, plays one pass, runs through yeah. the middle of the park, nobody tracks him. And then he nearly tries to fall over himself, gives it to Sancho, who chips the ball into the back post, and Fernandez is like on his own, five yards yeah. out. It was it was mad to watch. And them running around for 95, 96, 97 minutes today on that sort on of that pitch, pitch. I don't care how fit they are, and I don't care how many fucking prayers Bielsa is saying for them. They are their legs won't wake up till Wednesday morning after that. That was so fucking heavy and so and intense. They, it wasn't they don't like have it was the luxury a, of making changes. Yeah, they, and, and they're struggling with numbers and stuff like that. I yeah. I can just I can just literally see us going really strong against Leeds, and I would hazard a guess that it would be the same team bar Kelleher in for Allison. Maybe a change of centre half, and maybe maybe massive, maybe yeah. one in midfield, and maybe one up front. But even if you're making four changes, one is the goalkeeper, one is centre half that you're doing all the time. One in midfield is you know as Charlie would say, horses for courses. Who are you going to put in? And and up front, you're, you're probably. Maybe protect them one of the front three, maybe. But I'm still going along with this thing that when when we get the other side of that League Cup final, he's going to be going and he's going to be looking at Norwich and saying, "Right, I just want all my players to be bang at it after this Norwich game, and that's all he's looking for." And we get through Norwich, would be great. But he just wants to be up. He wants to gather them all on Friday morning or wherever it is, and says to them, "Right, we're all fit. We're all good to go. We've got through the cup. We've won a League Cup. Hopefully, we're." We could be we could be a bit more behind City because they'll obviously play the weekend. We play the League Cup, but we are absolutely in this. We're all ready to go and let's have it. I, I genuinely think he's looking at that, and all this looking at the next game is great. But there's no way he's not um, 
he's no way that he's not fucking planning to absolutely have them at the at a starting point and a starting line very fucking quickly and say, right, we're all in now, twelve league games to go, wherever it might be. Um Shawnee psychologically, yesterday felt big. I think it did, I think it felt big. I think City always had that cushion where if we keep winning and they keep winning We'll, it'll be six points and if we get to the Etihad and even if we lose it'll be three if we win it it's over more or less but now there's a massive doubt in them because Liverpool know now that if they go to the Etihad if they beat Leeds and go to the Etihad and, and match City and beat them at the Etihad they win the title there's no doubt in my mind and, they need you know, to beat us now at the Etihad to put it to bed I think now. yeah not even to put it to bed this is going to the wire they, like if they're up for it it goes to the wire that's the way I see it. If they are up for it, it goes to the wire. I think there's way too much importance being put on that that city game, that the, that one there, because I think there's there's games between that where either of us could drop points, and you could be could be going into there where if they don't win that, it's a fucking disaster. And that that that's the way it literally could be because we're gonna see them tested now. We're gonna see if they have to go. It feels a bit like. 18-19 when we were seven yeah. points ahead and we just skidded a little well, bit. Well, we were seven points clear. They won it and did a game in hand. We had a game in hand. Which would be we the same eight. for us, I think. No, exactly. we get the Arsenal one out of the way before. It just feels like like there's, there's, there's a lot of big games, guys. There's a lot of football to be playing. There's going to be twist yeah. and turn. There's going to be weekends where you come on here and say, oh, we fucked it up. And then there's going to be the following weekend where they're going, oh, we're back in it. Yeah. it, it it's it's going to be like that and that's... That's the joys of a toilet race. We actually have that now. When it didn't look like we did, we are waiting for the door to open, but they've left it completely ajar with, with what's going on. And they're going to be tested now. That metal is going to be tested because the the big elephant in the room for Man City, apart from it being Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp, like Pep said, we're like a boil on their arse. <laughs> they, they've got to win the Champions League. They have to win the Champions yeah. League. Mm. Because if he leaves there and he doesn't, I don't care what anyone said. We've done a transfer show the other day talking about players being deemed a success. If Pep Guardiola walks away from Man City without winning the Champions League, it doesn't matter how many domestic titles or anything else he wins. That will always hang over. Mm. And that will always be used. Well, it, hangover is, it hangs over his Bayern Munich career. He wins three, I, think he wins, I think he wins three in a row league titles at Bayern, but yeah, you know he, he gets he gets Look. taken apart in, in Champions League at, at certain points. And the um, fact the fact Klopp's done it, and then Tuchel went in there last year and done it. Mm. It, it heaps more pressure on him. Well, it makes so, him think more, and when he has to think but, more, that's when you're yeah. in trouble. I yeah. think the pressure is all on Man City, and I think it's all it's. I was I was so surprised, Gav, by by the comments after Lisbon. I really was because it was just kind of like, why why are you talking about us? And it's it's not. It's not even a. Well, I think he was. He was asked a question: Is there any yeah, side well, in in Europe capable of of beating you? And his first thought was Liverpool, mm-hmm. and that in itself is telling because he could have just ignored the question and batted it off like most managers would. Like yeah. he often does. Could, he yeah, could have easily turned around and said, "The sixteen teams left in this competition." Yeah. The, yeah, and we we're hoping to be in the last eight. So the seven other teams there that we could possibly get, and it'd be a really tough game. And leave it at that. Yeah, and that would exactly. be a stock answer where people would walk away and go, "He's being really classy about that." 
but he just he can't help himself. He cannot yeah. fucking help himself. And he's he, no good at war, a psychological warfare. No, he is he, no good at it. He, it's nine no, points, he, and he keeps saying six. Atarix yeah. says, "Gav, do you really think Klopp has to rev any of our boys up for what's ahead?" No. What I'm saying is, I think he has a plan to get through the, the next league game, the League Cup, the FA Cup game, and then he's going to not sit them down, but he's going to. They're definitely going to look and go right. This is where we are. This is what we're looking to do, and without actually saying it outwardly. Every player in that squad will know we're going for the law here. We're going for the fucking law. And you either want to be in the team and perform. And if you get in there and you don't, there's fellas behind ready to absolutely take it. But the longer that goes on, that's why I'm saying Sunday is huge. Like the longer that goes on, that sort of momentum thing, that that doesn't become a a pressure. That becomes a fuel. That's fuel. Yeah, Shani, are you you giddy? Yeah, I actually, you know what? Tiernan McVeigh says, the last time we beat City away was the 10th of April 2018. The next game against City away is the 10th of April 2022. Yeah, I don't buy into that shit. What? No, you have to buy into that. No, no. I used to be the fella who would only sit on the same part of the couch and live up here with a plane and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then your dad said, get out of me, laugh, will you? That was just shit you did when we were shy, but now we're genuinely good. We don't worry on... We don't worry about superstition anymore. We're, we're one of the best teams in the world now. It's as simple as that. So, I just, I, I on a, like, I, I just have a funny feeling that it could go real, it could go horribly wrong for Man City at this stage because the early signs is they're just not dealing with pressure at the moment. That they're, they're not. They haven't been tested. Whether it's on the pitch or in the media, like Coy Walker. Oh, yeah. Walker, he must oh, nearly have a hundred England caps. Yeah, yeah. He, mu- he must be close. Yeah, I would he, think so. and and he would have been. He's wearing caps and holding the, trophies and medals, and he's, he should be one yeah, of the. He should be one in the dressing room saying, "Fucking don't mind what Trent said." Even though Trent's content uh, comment has been taken completely out of context, hmm. he should be saying, "Now, lads, we look after ourselves here." But the fact he's thrown on fucking England caps. He's holding up runners up medals. There's a there's yeah. a frailty there. There's a yeah. frailty. They're living there. their life on social media, mate. Yeah, but not even that. He's yeah. trying to he's trying to reaffirm to a wider audience of the belief that they have or what they're trying to achieve. He doesn't need to say that. No. Trent yeah. Alexander Arnold has asked a question during the week and he says, I don't want I'm not having a dig at Man City, but if you look, they haven't won the Champions League, and that's what their main goal will be to win the Champions League. And he's absolutely correct in what yeah. he's saying. It's yeah. it's not like it's a big revelation. It's not like someone went back and went, fuck. No one believe what he just said. wanted to win the Champions League until Trent yeah. told us. It was an yeah, absolutely it, honest question. It was actually yeah. a very respectful answer. But the way they've taken that, listen, Kyle Walker's sitting in his bedroom, right? With a fucking hat on his head, some trophy, a medal, and he's fucking... Do you know what he looks like? Do you know when someone, I always say, you know in the Star newspaper, when, you know, the roof has fallen through because of a flood or because of heavy rain and they're sitting on their sofa and they're big glum faces on them and they're going, in the Star newspaper, going, what will we do tonight? Our house is fucking ruined. That's exactly what uh, yeah, Kyle Walker, he should have just been in the that, Star. The thing that summed it up for me, if that had been Trent putting that up and then the funny thing is, and I don't know whether there was time for But he can't because he has a winner's one. Yeah, not. I don't know whether. I don't know whether it's point. I don't know if any has watched that Bezzy's with Trent and Curtis Jones. I was, and Trent is beyond intelligent. The the head on his shoulders, and 
a day after Walker's making a tip of himself on the internet, yeah. Trent is coming out saying, look, listen, I just want people to know that football's not all bleeding rainbows and unicorns. Uh, academy level, so many players yeah. are let go. Yeah. He's coming out. That's brilliant. He's, he's stoic. He, he's, he's more, you can tell that he's tuned in. He's so aware of his surroundings. Well, all of this shit that's going on with footballers, Phil Fowden doesn't cover himself in glory last night, regardless of what's going on. It's all coming out. These are horrible distractions. This is not shit that Pep Guardiola will want to be dealing with tomorrow going into training. But it's distraction. It's all distraction. When we and look it, at... When we, it's when, mar- margins are so fine with these two teams that I really feel that yeah. we can do 96 now and they can do 99, I think. Um, I think that's how quite it is. Yeah. We can, and, do 90, that, we can do 96, they no. can do 99. Lee Evans asks, uh, it's not the Lee Evans, it's a comedian that sweated a lot, it's just Lee Evans. He asks, um, Champions Could League be. or Premier League this year? If you had to pick one, I'm going for all of them, but if you had to pick one, what yeah. would you pick, Kev? Premier League. Keith? Premier League, all day, every day. Keith? Champions League, all day, every day. Shani? I, I'm saying Champions League as well. Oh, fuck that, I'm on, on the league all day. No, I just, you know what, I might, I might be because... The, we got the pride and off winning the Champions League and the Premier League felt a bit hollow. Let's make no bones yeah. about it. But if we we, win, if we when got, we win we this league, win, I'm going to Liverpool for a week. If we were to win another one of them, if we were to win another one of them and they didn't, that would be more detrimental to them than us winning a Premier League title. And I think that's what we need to be looking at. Don't get me wrong, Rui. I'm at... Pep has the emotional intelligence of a fucking 16-year-old girl going through the changes. All right? But he's one of the greatest coaches. <laughs> Great time. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. No doubt about it. He, he He's one of the greatest coaches of all time. And if we actually got him, if we got him to fuck off, right? If we got him, if we booted him out of England. Could we ring Klopp him and tell him to fuck off? Klopp is signing a five-year contract because he knows yeah. we yeah. will yeah. we will rally this we will yeah. rally this for the next four or five years because they are our only competition, Gav. But for yeah, the record, Lee it. Evans says it has to be the Premier League again for him. So we win 3 2. Well, we nice win, win, win the ball on par with the other Yeah, but, no, but, but no, nobody's close was we've six European Cups, right? Now, I, I still believe, I won't stop believing until we're out of competitions that we're winning all four, right? Um, but okay. to put 20 up. Where's- to put twenty Here's up thing, right? is huge, when, and for twenty to be sitting there with twenty and six is is fucking deadly. Like we'll have a lovely yeah. But if we win the there. Champions League this season, I mean City don't, and that's another psychological blow to them. So yeah, we're about still on that. nineteen. I want twenty, and I want twenty-one. We get that as well. We get that as well. You look at the, look at the sides who played in Europe this season, or sorry, this week just gone. PSG lost three-one in to Nantes. City lost 3-2 to Spurs. I don't know how Real Madrid got on. And I, I'm i pretty sure Bayern didn't have a cakewalk. They were one Bayern, Bayern slaughtered someone today, but they were beaten by Bochum, weren't they? Last they were one-all yeah, one all all after. They were one-all down at half-time today, Bayern. They were 4-1 the last I saw. Four right. one up. But to me, it looks you look at the mentality of just chalking off a result and going to the next game. I watched the PSG game and for their, all of their good performance against Real Madrid and they were good against Madrid. Not at them. They were 3-0 down, 3-0 up at halftime and 
they weren't even close. They never even looked like getting into it. And these are one meant to be one of the favourites. People are writing us off for the Champions League and thinking that it's Man City's to lose. We're well in every competition. Well in every competition. You know, and that's not bragging. That's not being arrogant. Just a- we, you know, Inter Milan lost tonight 2-0. As far as I know, to Sassuolo. Yeah, 2-0. You know, so... Dominated the game, though, I heard. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> so the ball and they lost. So... But no, I, I don't think it's arrogant to say that there's four competitions up for grabs and we have a very good shout at all four of them as long as we get a bit of luck along the way. And we need a bit of luck along the way. Let's not kid ourselves here. That, I mean, losing Jota and Bobby, and Bobby could is a muscle injury. That could be any time limit. Hopefully Jota isn't too serious. We need people just to keep people to stay fit and we need a bit of luck with the draws. But we're going to be well involved in every competition right away out the season. That's all you can ask for as a fan, that you're involved. Luis Diaz is a, is a wild card now, I think. I think... Uh, he plays with he plays with a mad freedom, doesn't he, Sean? Like, yeah, he, but it, it's... He, he's he's South American. Yeah, there's he's a bang of Suarez off him. Yeah, there is, isn't there? He's South American. He, like, these lads from Burnley, I think, kicking this fella is going to fucking... Yeah. Mad at, like, yeah. These, the, the part of the world these people come from, yeah. It's vastly different to yeah. Borny, let me tell you, yeah. and then the likes. I think he's a real wild card, though, Gav. I really do. I just, I, there's something about him. He just looks lightly, he, he looks like he can light up any game at any given moment. And that's huge for us. And the thing is, he's different to Mane and Salah as well. So it's it's a very, very unique position in. Get yourself out of the mindset of would you rather and who's our best eleven. No, just get just, them all in. Just just yeah. just let the let the team be picked. Chill the fuck out. Watch the game. Watch us win, right? And then just keep believing that you're gonna win four trophies. Now listen, it could come to the and end of the season and you've won none of them. Enjoy the fucking MLA titles under the bus because you we didn't mean? get to celebrate the other one. No, and then, yeah, I'm not messing with you. I'm not messing with you. I swear to fuck, if we win, if we win the Premier League title this year, I'm gone for a week. There'll be no shows unless <laughs> someone else wants to sort it out because I will no. not be here. I'll be in Liverpool on the absolute fucking tear from... Yeah, we'll all be with you. Oh, <laughs> like, it'd be fucking... I'm gone. Good luck. Like, I was only looking back. I was saying it on the show the other week. The amount of... Um, the amount of holiday or the amount of uh, hotel cancellations, flight cancellations because of COVID, um, trying to get your refunds, trying to fucking extend hotel stays. Um, like, I'll forgive it all. I'll for fucking forgive it all for a Premier League title and a parade and five to seven days in Liverpool being absolutely in a jocker. Um, I'm, I'll absolutely take that all day long. And Laura Duffy says she was speaking to Ashley L. Lay, or I think that's actually Lauren Jock. This said, is a great uh, comment. Yeah, wouldn't I trade our captain's group that. for cities. Who would you rather in a fight? Hendo, Millie, Virgil van Dijk, Trent, Robbo, Ali, or Fernandinho, Gundogan, Diaz, and Kevin De Bruyne? We would volley point. them all over the gaff. Yeah. Absolute <laughs> volleys. Well, it's a great point, and it just shows the the uh, the mentalities. You know what I mean? Like we talk about having captains and winners, and and we do. Do you know what I mean? That's to name what six of them there. Man City, they have great players, but they rely on great play. Do you know what I mean? They rely on pulling something magic out. Sports done them yesterday. They showed on matches. I'm not a fan of match of the day. I think it's absolute pony. But they showed where Spurs got them. And they got them in the areas 
where the wingers of Man City like to play, the little one-twos in around the full between the fullbacks and the centre-backs. And Spurs absolutely nullified them. And they had no answer to that. There's a weakness. In, uh, City can go on and still win a, a treble. We know that. But there's a mental weakness with them. And I think it's it, it's a great point there about the leaders in that team. Because Millie isn't in our team all the time, but he is in the squads and he does get into the onto the pitch a fair amount of time. I mean, Fernandinho, Fernandinho's yesterday's news. Gundogan is a good player, but he's not. You know, I don't know if he has the metal that you need. Diaz is a blade. I think, Sean, you said it. He's closer to yeah, Dejan Lovren than he is. He's I, closer to Lovren than he is Van, Van Dijk. I think... He gets away with more. I look at in the Champions League final last year. Fellas yeah. down handbreakers. It's not a good sign of a, of a, of a centre back. Handbreakers. He is. He's yeah. so off to our position. He's so rash. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. so rash. But you see, when you, when you when you play with it, when you play with a, a, a sense of fear in the other side, it can make you look better. And yeah. people will try, people have actually thrown that at Virgil van Dijk where he went, well, people don't attack Liverpool and Virgil van Dijk looks like a Rolls Royce because people don't attack him. And I kind of say, well, attack him then. Yeah. And when you attack him, come back and have the discussion with me. Do you remember um, your man attacked him, um, the fellas at Barcelona, Dan Matriori tried to run him at yeah. yeah. Molyneux yeah. and Virgil. There was one for, there was one for Holland. Yeah, there was one for Holland and Mbappe. it was Mbappe tried and to go And he just stood off yeah. and stood off and then and hit him. Exactly. And yeah. Mbappe and most forwards wouldn't be used to that. Yeah. Where a centre back was it would stand back and give you the room Shoot knowing you that yeah. Yeah. Knowing that Yeah. It's um loads of people are willing to meet me in Liverpool if 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 the parade is on, you're absolutely welcome. Um uh, I'd have a blade and I'd have a bleeding season take down with a cow, but we won the league. Oh, yes. Yeah. And uh, it was, um, there was somebody there that says, uh, I think it was Dylan. Um, he says, uh, let me see, I'll, I'll find him now what he says. But he, he I think. I'll go that, over and tell everyone about the Halcyon days of Brentford at home. He, he, Dylan O'Rourke says, living off points and jick, chicken bazooka for a week. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's basically it. It'd be fucking unbelievable. We'd have a great time. Um, fourth point is on us. If we win the league and there's a, a parade, we'll just find the bills or we'll tell you we're there. And everyone that comes in and says, um, Shawnee's war cry. That. Anyone that comes in and says, Shawnee's <laughs> war cry, gets a free gargle when you come in the door, right? So that, that we can't say fairer than that. Um, I just I, before we finish though, I just want to just how excited we are. I'm fucking so excited. I, I'm absolutely yeah. delighted. Like to be three to get a chance to be within three points of this. I'm absolutely thrilled because I love I love an edgy end to the season. I fucking love it. I you know a lot of people get nervous. I don't. A, a lot, no, I know you don't. But a, a lot of people get nervous. A lot of people are like Davos hiding behind sofas. Like I'd say he's ordered the second sofa just in case the first one breaks. Um, for the running like man, see he's hardens the one sofa behind the other <laughs> yeah. sofa. That was that was that was cutting out a hole in the cavity wall in the sitting room so he can get into it <laughs> so he doesn't have to fucking see it. But I love it. I fucking love every minute of it, and I probably love it more be, with. The, because of this Liverpool side. Like, I'll ask this question, Kev, I'll come to you, then Keith, then Shawnee. Kev, you know, 13 14, we're in a, in a title race, right? But you kind of know that how, you know, it's just a manic, it's mayhem. And how far will we go beyond it, even if we won a league title? But how, how enjoyable does these run ins become, or how more bearable are they 
when you know how good this Liverpool side is because they they look the yard they're the best Liverpool side in the modern era there's no doubt about it uh, look there's, there's not many sides in the Premier League era full stop to compare to the Liverpool side the current Liverpool side of the last three four years and including the Man City side of the last three or four, four years when you look at Premier League history overall I don't think there's many sides that could get close to what the two us and City have done I'm kind of calm about it because I know that there's an awful lot of football to be played. It's like, get Leeds won. Get to a position where you're within a win of City and you know you have to go there. Until then, I can't get... I, I don't, I'm not allowing myself to... I think there's probably too many scar wounds over the years of getting close. And if, you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda. To... Um, get really overexcited about it, but I'm quite confident if that makes any sense. I'm not, hmm. I don't think that we're going to be, that we're going to fall away. I have absolute confidence that we will get to a position where we can win this title. And whether it's come, you know, the end of April or the last day of the season, we are going to be in with a shout to win it. But it's how many trophies are we going to collect along the way? Four is the answer, Kev. So, <laughs> I think we're definitely in with a shout of all four. and But I'm really calm about it. I, I don't know why. Two years ago, I was I was hopping off, hopping off the walls to get this title won. You know, when, you know, just get it done. COVID is coming. Get this over the line. But now I'm like, yeah. I, I honestly think I honestly believe we're going to do it. Oh, well, I, I, you know me, and it's not all the can speaking. I am, I'm, I'm all no, over no. until it can't be done. Keith, how bearable does it make it that this side is that is this good? And even if they don't go and win one or two or three or four trophies, right? You can't save us for the lack of trying because. They're really fucking good. And by the way, I only got one can out of the fridge earlier, so I have to go and get another one. Um, <laughs> but Keith, then Shawnee, <clears throat> it has to make it easier when you know that we're that good. It's not like 13, 14 when you go, this is a big chance. And if we don't get it, we've probably fucked it up. And um, where do we go from here? 13-14 was built on sand and we all knew it at the time and we all know it even more now. This team is different, you know. I'd like to think that, you know, even if we don't win anything, I'm, I can't even get my head around that thought that we don't win anything because this team is is too good. Because if we look back at the... You see all these comparisons to Solskjaer and Tuchel to, to Klopp, but it doesn't take into account that Klopp was constantly building to something, building to something. And we got to... Europa League final lost, the League Cup final lost, the Champions League final lost it. But we were building our momentum in the league over that time. And then we got to a Champions League final and won it. Missed out on the league title that year and won it the next year. The f- last season, we all know we, we sort of fell off a cliff. But when you break it down, we started off the season really well. We got uh, we managed the injuries really well until we didn't manage the injuries anymore. And it was only for that one little period of the season that we, we lost it. Man City got ahead of steam. And we finished the season really strong. So when you look back at the last four seasons, yeah, four seasons, We've been at the top of the tree. Do you know what I mean? Like we're up there. And it's the reason why us and City are mentioned as 
the, the best teams. You know, it's also on its city and there is a huge drop off because Chelsea can say what they want. They're not in that that league. They're not in that Romelu Lukaku had seven touches against Crystal Palace yesterday. He played ninety minutes. Yeah, oh, he had eight. You know what I mean? He had seven. So <laughs> he was, he was shy. <laughs> he was absolute pony. But you know, this is it. This is it. They don't have that. Chelsea won a, a Champions League. We all know Tuchel came in, a good squad, underperforming under Frank Lampard. He gets them to a Champions League. They play a defensive style that wasn't his style, and he sort of sticks with it. There's cracks and creaks in Chelsea all over. No, they're not that far off, you know what I mean? But there is creaks in them. Us and City have the ability. But you know one thing that we do have as well? When we talk about the run-in, do you know why we're saying we're really calm for the run-in? Do you know who else is going to be really calm? The players. Because we've won the Champions League. We've won the Premier League. So we don't have that monkey on our back. Whereas we had the Premier League thing weighing us down. We all know players, wait, the weight is short to win a league title for Liverpool. Man City have that Champions League thing weighing them down. Do you know what I mean? So it's not a case that they can just say, right, let's focus. Liverpool, Trent said it, you know, we won both and he was right because to get over the hump and win that Champions League, to get over the hump and win that Premier League, right, we have to get over the hump and win a League Cup and an FA Cup, I'm sure the lads can do that. We'd be looking at, uh, you know, some of the fringe players going in and doing the business in them games. But to have that, you know, being there, done that, I think it's a huge advantage. Now, look, as I've said, we've all said, City can go and win the league. City can go and win this, that and the other. But I just like where we are for this. I like the mentality in our team. I like the fact that we have, you know, players that have been there, done that. There's not many in our squad that didn't win the big cups with us. Do you know what I mean? Because we haven't made that many signings. You're looking at Kanata, you're looking at Jotti, you're looking at Diaz, you're looking at Thiago. Thiago but let's not worry about Thiago because he's won plenty of fucking stuff in his time. Do you know what I mean? So we have players that have been there and won the big ones so I think that's going to be huge in the running and I like that you know we're gaining that momentum and we're I just I don't want to get too giddy about it but I think we're winning all four (laughs) we're winning all four I'm all over I'm all over Shani um, I know you're not up. You're not. You, it doesn't sit I'm well with you. Really different to you. Yeah, it doesn't oh, yeah, sit well with you. But but you right, I'd be standing there doing the most <laughs> mundane task, and I just open my phone and start looking at the Premier League fixtures. Start crying. Think it's something might change. I'm not joking. You. My yeah. rest and heart rate's gone up since twenty. Shit, I said a half seven. <laughs> you're not walks into the kitchen while you're doing the dishes. And you're like, fuck off! I'm looking at the table, and uh, she has to leave for ten minutes. I'm staring into space and visualising stuff like I yeah. am fucking I'm mad like that I get so hung up on it oh, I, I can't help it it's just it's the way I am and but how how does does the quality of this team settle you a little bit in comparison to say 13, 14 where you knew it was a it was one shot of glory because you kind of knew what was coming does this settle you a little bit, Shani? By the way, sorry, there's 665 people watching. Um, Reclaimer is 24 likes short of 300. And if he gets that, he'll just leave his alone. So hit the fucking yeah. like button, get it to 300, and then he can have the rest of the night off. But Shani, does the, does the quality of this squad settle you just a little bit? Where you know that if they don't if they don't win a single trophy this season, you go, listen, they're, they're, they're fucking quality though they fucking put everything in like you, you could easily lose a Champions League final off a bounce you could lose a, a league yeah, cup final off a bounce the same with the FA Cup a league or go it could go completely wrong on you you know someone said earlier if we go and win the League Cup at the weekend beat Leeds we win the League Cup and beat Norwich well you see how many Arsenal fans and how many United fans will be looking going oh, fucking hell this is going 
this is going all over the place here, you know what I mean? And um, there's people hitting the unlike button now just to fucking annoy me. Um, but Shani, how how does uh, surely this team settles you just a touch? Yeah, no, like I'm not stupid enough to think that how we feel is going to affect the way football match is going to play out. I have, don't I have yourself full, down, Shani. Yeah, I have full. Um, I have to have full confidence in in the ability of this squad and this manager, and we've been there, done that. And like Keith said, the monkey is off the back now in terms of the Premier League. There's not a 30 years of history weighing on our shoulders in that respect. So there is lads in there. I think it's going to come down to who's hungry, I gave. And I just... Let's not forget the shite that we went through last year. That that mm. squad went through last year. The, the lack of luck. All the shite that was talked about was that this squad was done, busted, flush. We needed a real bl- rebuild and... This time we're going again. Um, the thing is, like we're saying, we're coming into the last four long there, and all the fucking cups are up for grabs. And it shouldn't be us looking down. Oh, do we take that one? Do we take that one? No, we got full steam ahead at the moment because we do have the ability to do that. We've literally done it all before. We've we won the just, one that before. We just have a gang at the mall, Shani, as they'd say. Yeah, but what's the fucking? We, what's I, the I, the way I see it is, Gav. We have. Everything to win and nothing to lose because yeah. this squad is not. It's it's not going to end here. But still, like Klopp said, alluded to a very few weeks ago, he's so proud of what this team has done in the short in the short space of time that he's been here. But he feels like there's so much of the story still to be written, and that's that's just the way it is. People don't like us. They would rather these fucking oil money cheats to win everything rather than us. They would rather the moral, morally corrupt win everything rather than us. And that's your fucking spore us on. I don't give a shit what any other fan thinks of Liverpool <laughs> this bad or if you think fucking Ben White is a better player than Canate or Bruno Fernandez has the most fucking passes in the third half of the pitch in his back garden. I don't give a bollocks. The fact of the matter is we are genuinely one of the best football teams in the world at, this, at the moment. Ever. We're, we're currently the best player in the world leading the line for us with the best manager in the world in the fucking dugout and we seen yesterday that these fans can drive us on to do whatever we want to do we just get behind the team don't be moaning about lineups don't be moaning about here, here comes the war cry by the way just just, just in case you miss it that's yeah. the, no no I'm being deadly serious that's the way you should look the journey is always better than the destination some of the greatest memories I've had for this for the support of this club, we won nothing. 13-14 was a brilliant ride. 18-19, hearts broke on the last day in Wolves. Two weeks later, I'm in Madrid and on my head, celebrating on that <laughs> Football is... It, it, it's mad, but you just need to realise that we actually have the tools now to go on and do everything here. Yeah. And you just have to believe the thing. Next week in Kelleher starts in the cup final... Don't be fucking moaning because it's not Alison. Get behind the kid. Go goalkeeper. Get behind the kid. That's what it's about. This is what Klopp has built. It's not so much been a dynasty yet, but he's built a family with this squad. And I hate the saying, but it is. They're all in it for each other. And I genuinely believe that next Sunday is the fucking... It's the, the it's lighting the fuse and what could be the most glorious three months that you ever have supporting this football club 
So drink every single ass fucking second in, in because it's not going to get any better than this. Genuinely, it will not. I don't care what anybody says. And if everything goes down, you'll never see me again. I'm going to change my name by Deepak. <laughs> well, I did say, I did say, like, if everything, if everything were to go down on the last day of the season, I'd be in Liverpool that weekend. I genuinely would, just for the crack. I wonder what they have a parade. Air, Air Four Trophy Parade versus their relegation lead. Yeah. Oh my Wait, god, it'd be absolutely and people think like, ah oh, no, they won't. Let me tell it you does. something. Let me tell you something. Everton have twenty two points this season. Let me just and if everything get no, 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 no. I want to put this out here, right? Because people keep going, Oh no, they'd be alright. Let me tell you this. Everton have twenty two points this season. Okay? They've six wins this season. They picked up 10 of those 12, 22 points in the first four games of this season. They've picked up 12 points in the last 18 league games. Okay. All right. And they've picked up three wins in the last 18 league games. If you think Everton aren't in trouble, you need your fucking head tested. But I want to ask this. If they go down, Rafa Benitez better be fucking front ah, and listen. on that bus for the play. <laughs> he be driving the bus. He be driving the bus. Come here, I tell yeah, you. A little hat on him. A little, little hat. Honorary request. Rafa. Current Liverpool legend, former Everton manager, <laughs> Rafa Benitez, on top of the yoke with all the boys. Bring Bleeding. Bring Jim, give Jimmy Troyare and all a shout. Get all the boys yeah. out. The class of 2005. Bring them all out. <laughs> um, Laszlo wanted to know why a monkey on your back is an issue. He says it sounds class, right? Um, <laughs> but <laughs> done Michael Jackson though. I want. Man. I want. Oh. He's mentioned something there, um, and Shawnee did about <laughs> mentioned something about the the fans and and the supporters and Keith. I come to you and then and then Kev. Um, Liverpool fans live for this. Keith. Yeah. You know, we're, we're playing Norwich there yesterday and they're singing Is This a Library and all that. And we're going, no, it's fucking Norwich at home at three o'clock on yeah. Saturday when you piss off annoying us, right? Um, <laughs> and th- no matter how many big names in the game come to Anfield and go, like Dean Smith literally says it after the game yesterday. He says, it went up decibels. The, the fucking ground was hopping. You know, it was it was ridiculous, blah blah blah, right? But we just keep singing. This is a library, and shall we sing a song for you and all? Like they m- literally must go on the internet and print out the songbook before they head in, right? But Keith, Liverpool fans live for this, and they live for a bit of mayhem. And I think that's born off 2013, 14, which was mayhem, right? If we win, uh, I expect Wednesday night to be absolutely bouncing around Anfield. Everyone's off work at half four or five. Load of, load of drink around the ground, whether it's in the park or the 12th man or the Albert or the Arkles or, or whatever it might be. Um, uh, Hotel Tier, which is a different name now. Um, there's loads of hotels along the Anfield road end. Um, but I expect, but I genuinely think one of the biggest things in this will be the fact that there's been a fuse under the Liverpool supporters going into the ground now where they're really good. Don't get me wrong. Regardless of what you hear from opposition fans, Liverpool fans are really fucking good, right? But this, if it comes to Wednesday and we win that and then you're going League Cup and Norwich and then whoever will... I think it's going to be a, it's going to think be a huge thing both home and away, Keith. And I think this is just the spark they've been waiting for to absolutely go all in and go, yeah, let's have a right go with this between now and the middle or end of May. Exactly. And you touched on it earlier. The fans have something to, to 
they have a role to play, right? Because you're right. Let's get behind them. Let's run them up. Should be taggies, buses taggies and is all the name that. Of the hotel team now. We should be we should be meeting buses and all that. Thrown cans at other, but oh no, we can't do that. Thrown at the away the way buses, but we should be creating that atmosphere because the fans were robbed of a title parade for the Premier League, right? We were robbed of that. We touched on it earlier. So don't sit back and you know moan about the atmosphere if you're watching it at home do you know what i mean like don't let the away fans fucking tell you that oh this uh, is it a library and all that it's all allowed to show you the fans have a role to play every manager that goes there will tell you how much of an influence the, the crowd are sorry sam tandy says we literally haven't lost a game at home for about five years in the league uh with crowds no crowds covid wherever it might be and no team can win in our library it seems we lost a few last year, but yeah. Um, yeah, but they don't count. They don't count because there was no oh, crowd. But but that's the thing, like the, the crowd, the, the influence at Liverpool of the crowd. When a player comes out and says, oh, it doesn't, it, it doesn't have an impact on me, you know they're going to have a fucking stinker and they're going to have an absolute blade nightmare there and the crowd are going to be up for it. So I think the players are positioned well. The manager knows what, what's what. And I think the fans know as well. And I think you're going to see... The Liverpool fans turning Anfield into a blading cauldron, which is what we need. What? Dylan O'Rourke says, if there's a chance everything go down last game of the season, I'll pay for Keith to <laughs> sit outside good as I'm playing hot cross buns on the team whistle. I'll, I'll learn Zed cars just for them and I'll play it in a sombre uh, uh, Bridge over troubled toy. water would be deadly if you could <laughs> sit outside the brick. Um, but we'll see how it goes. Kev. I reckon if we won the league and they got relegated, there'll be a sinkhole or something in, in oh. Stanley Park. Oh, you'd follow them, wouldn't you? Just follow the whole game. It'd be over. Oh, there'll be carnage in the place. It'd be over. Be fucking, you know, the taxi drivers will all go on strike. Do you want to yeah, be on the taxi? The end money. credits are come up and they tell you to wait until next year because it's just <laughs> yeah. the end of it. Yeah, there's the no point the carrying on here. Leave it yeah. for a year. Just let it settle down for a year and then we come back and see how we carry on. Kev, the fans are, are huge. Um, we're going to finish up in a minute, but the fans, the, the, when Liverpool fans get a sniff of something, there's nothing like them, in my opinion. They literally just ride that wave and and it'll turn into, you know, like Burnley at home or wherever it is and they're literally getting whistled at every time they have the ball and it just gets really fucking intimidating and really, you know, welcoming buses in and... It, we're just waiting for that to happen, aren't we, Kev? We're just literally waiting for the force bus to be welcomed and then we know it's game on. You're at the stage now where sides are coming to Anfield and they know as soon as they go one down, that's it. You're not getting back into it. The fear factor is there again. and It's there because you can see it in the likes of Virgil, the way he's gotten, he's gotten, not nasty, but the back four have gotten really mean in the way that they're approaching games. They almost get offended if you score. You know, and Alice, you can tell Alison wants a clean sheet record for the season. And Virgil is looking back to his best. The side with Fabinho and Thiago in it have never lost. They want to keep that stuff going. And the fans will, as soon as we get, I think as soon as we get to the quarterfinals of the, of the FA Cup, win our games to get to that. Win the League Cup, great. But Get to get into a position, and then Anfield will get hostile, and everything will be there'll be a reaction to every decision. The pressure will go on to referees. You name it; every trick in the book will be used. 
It's and it's another it, Kev, it's another thing we have it's on City because I see um what's that guy's name that scored the opener for Sport Jesse Kozalowski or Kozalowski. Yeah. And he's literally putting the ball in the net and there's so many empty seats behind that goal. Yeah. And I'm kinda yeah. going, What the fuck is going on here? And like, I yeah. just think I just think when you compare what we will bring to home and away games to what they bring to home and away games, maybe not away games because City kind of Harkov support and go to away games, but I just think it's another one for us. I really do, Kev. I don't think I don't see. I, look, I think they'll come to a point this season where the focus, City's focus, Pep's focus, will go to the Champions League, and Sean could be right in what he was saying that they could really fall away. They're not as good as they have been. Their squad is... Look, City are a very good side. But losing Aguero to that side, and Jesus doesn't look like he's trusted, they, they don't... They're not as good as what they have been. They're living off of a fear that sides have going to the Etihad. And sides coming up against Man City, they're, they're living off that fear. But sides are getting braver against them. You know the five nil in Porto, or sorry, in Lisbon during the week. Look, it was Lisbon. Lis- Lisbon aren't that good, but in general, the games in the league they've been coasting. They've been managing them. You know, get two 0 and manage the game borderline. Everyone tries against us, though, Kev. Yeah, it's like, everyone... it's like it's like people need a reminder every month, six weeks, eight weeks, That's wherever. Go away. That that. That City can be got at. It, it's like Spurs have given people a reminder, and you might see more teams in the last 12, 13 games go at them. Because for me, I've, I always feel like when I'm watching City, it's like these cunts aren't even trying. These yeah, people are just coming out there and sitting in a block and hoping against yeah. hope that they get something over. Whereas with Liverpool, people actually have a go. But you look at the, goal, the way they scored the goal yesterday. Look at the position that Kane took up. That was the position that Kane took up two years ago. Dropping deep and getting the ball on the turn and playing chip balls yeah, over the top. But, but Mourinho but, made him do that. Mourinho has actually added a huge amount to his game, I think. I know. But sides who play with pace up front and someone in that ten can do that against that's all. Yeah, but it's all about it's all about it's all about backing up your forward. You you'll see loads of forwards in the Premier League get a ball into their chest or, you know, into their feet against Man City and they're on the halfway line. But you won't see anyone run beyond them, or you won't see anyone no. look for the ball off them. They're literally going, "Well, you have it now. Can you do something with it?" No, Whereas, the ball has to go. Striker thing is going to bite them. To which? The now, the now striker thing is going to bite them. Yeah, it's all well and good saying you're not playing with a striker and you're going out on dashing teams four, five nil. Well, I've seen some people claim that they play six in midfield. And yeah, but when it's it not, when it's not going that way, when you, yeah. it's nil all at ten minutes and you've no real target man. They, they will panic. Do you know what? Do you ever notice what I do? They're fucking spawny animals. When they pull the ball back, it's never on the ground. It's always up around the hand height looking yeah. for Penham. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I reckon Luis Suarez is probably their attacking coach and he just hasn't been declared it yet. Don't, don't get me started on him, actually. Gav, end this podcast for I wreck the place. Man City. Right, let's, let's end it before I wreck the place. We can then, um, if we... Um, uh, Literally let, haven't mentioned one goal from the match. No, no, we don't need to. Me and Kev covered that. They were all great. 
Do we're all brilliant. They're Fair all play to them. Um, That's all we need. Shout out to Jordan Henderson, who has been brilliant yeah. the last two games. Yeah, Jordan Henderson really good, um, and he got better and better as the game went on. Delighted to see Diaz get that goal. Mane, uh, as Kev said, turned himself into a pretzel. Salah was just Salah, and he's 100, 150 goals he has. He has a hundred and something like He's something like 200 goal involvements in 230 fucking games or something like Liverpool. If you don't think he's the best, that's probably ever fucking turned up at this club. And if you even dare to put Luis Suarez in the same bracket as him, I, I, I really don't know where to go with it. Luis Suarez was a fucking outrageous footballer. But Mo Salah, for the years he's there, and the numbers he's putting on the board is absolutely incredible. Um, Suarez got a great goal yesterday for Atletico on the yeah. day we played Norwich. It yeah. was like a bleeding 40 yarder yeah, from the that. side. It was like he was, it was a spirit animal, Liverpool against Norwich, and he's having pings from the halfway line. So, yeah, it's. Yeah. Alison um, with the assist, of course. Um, delighted to see Diaz get a goal, Mane, Salah. And you know what? The more they play together, Firmino hopefully gets back. Jota comes in, Minamino plays a part of Rigi. When you look at the midfield options, Ori Ox isn't great, but. He's still an option. Uh, As Shani said, yeah. he'll have a moment. He won't be a good player over the time. He will have a moment. And whatever yeah. that moment will be, it'll be a crucial goal in a game. And that's what yeah. we'll get out of Vox. Absolutely. Um, I'm definitely looking at going over to Liverpool for the weekend of the derby. If anyone fancies um, meeting up for a drink, I flights are very appetising. And um, place to stay, uh, Jay Pearson from the... Uh, Cowboy podcast has hooked me up there so if anyone fancies going over for the derby let me know I'm going with no ticket but I'll have a fucking great time anyway um, <laughs> Friday to Sunday let me know if you fancy a drink um, Anfield yeah 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 so if anyone knows if a ticket going for the derby let me know because I'm, I'm I'm literally waiting on one little detail to sort out with regards to uh, stuff at home and if that gets to go ahead in the next day or two I'm gone I'm just booking it from <laughs> 7 o'clock Friday morning back at 11 o'clock fucking Sunday night and we'll have a lovely time with it and as I said um, if you're around and you want to meet me for a drink uh, the, the first point is on me and on the day trippers so that's how it goes I'm going to ask a question before we go though Kev how many th- how many trophies do we win this season? Three oh, Keith I think Scumbag. we win three Scumbag Four <laughs> Scumbag Four for Keith All the all of them. Yeah. Are we count the charity shield? Um, All of them. I think we win. I, I, I'm <laughs> in no doubt that we can win all four, and I'm putting the number four down on it. And I don't give a fuck if people clip this and fucking put it on social media. I don't yeah, give a bollocks. Because <laughs> we're in four, and if we win four, great. If we don't, we had a fucking great time trying. Um, Do you know what? Put five. The women are going to win the league as well. Five. Put five down. We'll five. five. It's fucking five right. Is. It's right. Um, so, just one last thing. Um, Failacon, um, check out that website in the description. Check out their, um, the donate page as well. If you can donate there, it's absolutely amazing. Please do that. We're definitely going to get to 10K before the 10th of June. I've no doubt about it. Absolutely no doubt. You win all four trophies. You may as well scrap that tournament because we'll be all dead. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great bunch of lads. Yeah, yeah. We all fucking just brought in on gornies, we will, um, <laughs> as they call them in America. Uh, for the golf. No golf today, lads. We're just going to lie here in the car park and talk about those four trophies. Um, but look, go and donate if you can. We're, we're we are 100% behind this. This is our main absolute focus between now and the end of the season. Four trophies and Failacon getting the 10k. So please help us out. The link is in the description for the donate. If you can't donate, that's absolutely fine. Please share it, no matter where you can. 
But I got a little message earlier from a listener. Dynamo Kevy is in the chat. And he said to me earlier, and I didn't deliberately didn't say it, but he said, Roy, for every time Sean he says, fuck this, whatever it is, right? Whatever courses he says, mad sayings he says, I will just throw a pound on it. Add them up by the end of the show. Sean, you didn't know about this, didn't you? Know? No, no, it is <laughs> right. So we got to keep the oh, count. Well, fuck, fuck, <laughs> no, no, it's over now. No, it's over now. How many did he get to keep? Well, I my connection dropped out, so we got we had three on. We just had three. Conservative on. estimate. Yeah, on that. Right. I have them down for fifty-seven courses. Do you? No way. Five, ten, fifteen. <laughs> 20 mad sayings as well. No way. So that's, that's 72. Up, that's 75 pounds. 75 yeah. pounds. That's embarrassing, actually. You know no, that? it's not. It's fucking no. deadly. Shut up. Do you know uh, what? If we'd have added all ours up, it would have been the exact same, Sean. You yeah. were just the unlucky You were one just the one that got picked because um, Dynamo Kev said, Listen, well, I actually uh, only seen someone um, in the late chat earlier saying who has who has one left here on Johnny Bingo. Yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, Barry Devon says Sean, but they didn't know about it. He must have just one person yeah. did. Avo the Tord knew about it because he's in the same group and um, WhatsApp group with me and Dynamo Kev. But Dynamo Kev, in fairness to him, right, he said, "Gav, um, for Kev, every I'm time, very sorry. what?" <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> You're only sorry because it's going to cost him £75. He's going to go fucking mad when he is. <laughs> but, but um, no, he did. He said every time he courses, says a mad bonus points for mad sayings and stuff, Keith has kept a track of it. It's come to 72 but Keith was dropped off for a minute or two, so we're going to add three to that. So it's £75. He is going to donate that to Fairlicon straight away. Um, so that's £75 or whatever the equivalent in euros is. So call it 100 <laughs> call a hundred and stick it into the donation page and if anyone wants to match that go ahead and um, had enough ink in that marker I'll tell you what if he I'll tell you what I'll do if he puts I the hundred euros in if he puts the hundred euros in the trippers will match it and put a hundred in with it alright we won't put the bet on Liverpool for the four trophies we won't jinx it if he puts the hundred yeah, in don't tell everyone what it's for don't turn around and go what's that from <laughs> oh, that's from the amount of points that fella cursed on a podcast no, yeah, yeah. no. we'll you just put it in as Shawnee's walk run Shawnee's walk run Mrs Lawson won't be able to walk yeah. down the street tomorrow with a scarf on her head I'm on, lean, I'm on a podcast like Father yeah. Jack yeah. Yeah. I mean, man, I'm a <laughs> <laughs> master disaster says Jesus Christ you're rinsing dynamo Kev here Shawnee well I'd say Dynamo Kev's going to have to probably ring the Provident Man in the morning and see if there's a few quid gold. But um, listen, it's it's £75, it's €100, euro, and if he puts that €100 euro in, we will match it with another €100, euro, and it's €200 euro towards Felicon. And as I said, we're determined to get to this 10 k Our golf day is more or less signed up for, for 32 players. Our sponsorship is down to two holes at €100 Euros each to sponsor. And then it's all about donations, and we're going to do loads loads of work on getting people to donate and we're going to do loads of work on um little little days and little whatever we can do just to raise more money um bet mate as well we were shit at it this weekend but it's a really good game but we're just terrible at it um i'm sure there'll be another pot come wednesday and we will do a midweek fix on tuesday and i'm definitely going to get one of the guests to be the man in the hot seat on tuesday shawnee anything else before we go because it's 23 27 i'm so sorry kev so sorry. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm, I'm appalled by my behaviour. Yeah. 
Uh, Laura Duffy says you can call a VAR. Actions in the morning. Old Dane's vocabulary as well. Remember Neil? Remember Neil? I went to go to guitar lessons, but didn't bring the guitar. I'm going to be like Jack Nicholson at the end of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Listen, Tree. Tommy Mitchell is going to be looking at me, going, "What's wrong with you?" Tree Hail Marys and a decade of the rosary, and you'll be forgiven. Laura Duffy says you can call a VAR on the donation page for the clear and obvious courses. So there you go. Uh, thanks, lads. Great show against the G10. I think we need a show where every shiny course and mad saying Gav has to have a drink. Fuck off. I'll be on my ear. Um, <laughs> I've, 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 I've swamped four or five cans here. No, I'm not doing that. Um, Keith, anything else before we go? No, no. Great show as always. We're all happy. We're all giddy. We're all focused now on Liverpool winning four trophies. So yeah, come on. Up the Reds. Stuff, Lazo reckons that uh, Kev is selling the PS5 to fund this donation. <laughs> Great episode, lads. Some meal in the camp tonight, says Bet Me. Um, yeah, there is. And um, we'll be back with Bet Me on Tuesday night. Looking forward to Wednesday's game. Uh, thanks to the Fatback Forces, Ali Ali. Great show as always. The quadruple is on, it absolutely is on. If you don't believe the quadruple's on, d- don't, don't even bother. There's no point. Fold it. There's no, there's no problem. Um, brilliant show again tonight, says No K. Okay, thanks, uh, Kev. Anything else before we go? We're all good. Looking forward to Wednesday now. It is literally just next game, next game, next yeah. game. I can't wait. I just every, I I just can't wait to get to watch these guys again. You know, yeah. I want to see the next lineup. I want to see what Klopp has in store for us next. Mm. You know, because every every lineup now is a surprise, and I just wanted I just want to watch us. I can't wait. I'm really buzzing for it. Do you know what the weird thing is? If you'd have taken every touch by Romelu Lukaku this weekend, right? Seven, and multiplied it by ten, it would have cost Dynamo Kev less in the donations <laughs> than the course has surely done in the last hour and a half. It's fucking amazing. Absolutely amazing. Emma Cavan says, fair play, lads, great show. All in good spirits. Love love it, lads. It's Dylan O'Rourke. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure Dynamo Kev will be fine. And as I said, once he pays that, it'll work out about 100 euro. We will absolutely match it. And it's 200 quid towards um, Failacom, which is deadly for a Sunday night's work. Um, if you're if you're interested and you're subscribed, head into this community tab on our YouTube. You can find the link to our Telegram app. You download Telegram. You go into our YouTube community page, find the post, hit the link. Takes you a minute or so to sign up. You can choose the free option, which is exactly the same as the two ninety nine option. Although the two ninety nine option means that you're committing to two ninety nine a month towards the day trippers. Every single penny of that will go to charity. Um, the cost of running the app will we will take it on. We will take it upon ourselves to run that. So don't be worrying about that. But if you want to sign up and you can commit two ninety nine, absolutely do it because every penny will go to charity. It has been a fantastic show. Um, it's it's Sunday night and it's fucking brilliant. Um. I've loved every single minute of it. Um, I'm watching Keith scrolling down on that piece of paper and me constantly saying, that's a great saying, Sean, just to make sure, you know, just to make sure Keith didn't miss it. it was absolutely brilliant. I, mind, I had a few bleeding double barrel ones as well I was throwing in. Yeah, you were throwing in a lot. <laughs> I, I, I put two together on one. I was like, they don't even make sense. It was deadly. You know what? Send me a DM on Twitter. I think I'll have the full half of that bit. Like, otherwise, I won't get it. <laughs> um, listen, um, no, it's been an absolutely excellent show. Emma Cavanagh says Telegram is flying great bunch in there. Yeah, there's probably about 60 yeah, people in there at the minute. And um, look, 
there's people in there they're just chatting Liverpool they're chatting transfers they're chatting um, we have stuff about our merchandise and our shows in there but most of all it's just people having a lovely time talking about Liverpool football in general and, and it's nice it's just a place for people that are in this chat to interact all week and not just wait for us to turn up um, once or twice a day that has been it thanks for watching the Fatback 4 it's been a brilliant brilliant Sunday night it's the quadruple you better fucking believe it's the quadruple <laughs> over and out Sports Social Podcast Network.